Mentally tough riders know how to think, what to think, and how to focus when times get tough. How do they do what they do? Listen in to Mental Edge with Dr. Jill Wurzba here on Four Equestrians. This week's topic on Mental Edge is dealing with show nerves. I want to talk about show nerves because feeling nervous when you're on your horse and you're about to walk into the show ring can sometimes be the absolute worst feeling in the world. And it can directly impact your ability to ride well for that round. And I've seen, oh my gosh, I've seen so many people ride in in that circumstance and you can see the nervousness just have them so tight in their shoulder and then they start getting in arguments with their horse and all of that started from them feeling nervous. I actually remember a lady that I would use, I used to see at horse shows frequently enough who she would have to take medication almost a week in advance of a horse show because she got so nervous. She would be in the bathroom the whole time at the horse show. She was that nervous. And what a terrible way to have to be in that position. That being at a horse show is, is a wonderful experience. We get to enjoy the sport that we love and with our, you know, our best friend and our teammate. And, and so that's, that's why I want to talk about dealing with these show nerves because it is possible to ride very well and actually use the nervousness to your advantage if you know how to do it. So I want you to imagine you're sitting on your horse, you're standing at the end gate and in that moment, you're about to go, right? The, the person right in front of you is just finishing up their round. And right then you notice your stomach is in knots and you feel like there's butterflies there and you feel like your hands, like you can't hold the reins evenly. And just cause you're shaking and maybe your friend gives you a, a little, one of those little Dixie cups of water. And it just feels like you just got cotton in your mouth. Like it just does not quench your thirst at all. That's, that's show nerves right there. And again, if you know what to do, you can leverage that to ride better instead of it holding back your ability to ride. So first what I, I want to talk about though, is what's actually going on? Why is your body even doing this? What is that process? And so if we understand what that process is first, then we can take some ownership over it. So what's going on is that your sympathetic nervous system, also referred to as your fight or flight response, has been turned on, right? It's engaged more. And even if, and your fight or flight response is doing just that, is getting your body ready to fight or to run away, to flight. Now let's break down, like, what do you, like, okay, what do you actually need to do to fight something or to run away? is you need a lot of energy in your big muscle groups and you don't need a lot of energy in your small muscle groups or in your digestive tract. So that's what's being shut down essentially through this sympathetic nervous response is that we'll start from head to toe here. So your mouth starts to go dry because your salivary glands are being turned off. We don't need to digest food here. That's not a priority. We need to shuttle all that blood and all that energy to our muscles. 
We also do not need to be digesting food that's in our stomach. That's not a priority right now. So that rush that you feel of that butterfly feeling is actually all the blood leaving your digestive tract. And that's what it feels like. It feels like butterflies or knots. Um, That's also why we have to go to the bathroom a lot. Maybe very frequently, or maybe maybe you've thrown up, you've been so nervous, is your body has said, ditch it. I don't need this stuff. I don't need it weighing me down. Get rid of it. That's what your sympathetic nervous system is doing. Also, at the same time, is that once we're, we're fueling these big motor groups, right, so your legs and your arms and your back, we also are not going to be very good at fine motor groups, So we're we're taking away the ability to have that fine motor control. So any kind of delicate or intricate work, that's also out the window. So that, uh, let's break that down. That's exactly what show nervousness feels like, but that's what your body is doing to prepare to fight or flight. And again, this is a very natural process. It's not a mistake that this is happening, but it sometimes can start to spiral out of control, especially if you start to think about it as a bad thing. I've heard that plenty of times from a lot of riders that, oh, I feel nervous, something must be wrong, I'm not ready for this, and then their nervousness gets worse. They start getting nervous about being nervous. And so what this needs to do, you need to shift the way you think about nervousness to being excited. Because that's what your body is telling you. I'm ready to rock and roll. Bring it on. So think about it that way of I'm excited. I'm excited to do what I love to do with my teammate. And even though you'll still feel those nervousness symptoms, they won't be as intense and they'll be more in control simply by changing the way that you view them. That's about changing your thinking. That's mental toughness. Another thing to consider of how all this nervousness plays a role in our equestrian sport is that your horse knows too. They can feel a fly on their back. They can feel that you're nervous. And so this is not about getting rid of nervousness completely. That's very, very unlikely just based on that basic physiological reaction of our stress response, that fight or flight response. And so it's just about managing it. But a really simple thing that we can do, like to me, the easiest thing and the most powerful thing that we can do is to, well, first, change the way you think of it. And second is to control your breathing. Think about where your breath is in your lungs, right? So from your chest all the way down to the bottom of your lungs, almost in your belly, right? Your your lungs are actually very long inside your body. Where do you feel yourself breathing when you're nervous? It feels like it's really shallow and just in the top of your chest and like almost just in your throat because you're nervous. So you need to shift away from that type of breathing so that you have long, slow, controlled breaths that really engage your diaphragm. That's the muscle that our body uses to breathe. So practice, actually practice this with me, is I want you to sit up wherever you're in your chair or if you're standing, think about standing really tall, and pretend pretend you're riding your horse, right? Sit like you're riding your horse. And I want you to take one or two nice deep breaths and notice where your body is moving. Are your shoulders moving up and down? Or is your chest moving out and back? Or is your belly moving out and back? And as you take those slow controlled breaths, just notice what your breath looks like right now or feels like is what we want to engage 
more of our parasympathetic nervous system. So the balancing aspect of that fight or flight response is to slow down our breathing by using our belly. So I want you to imagine as if you have a balloon in your belly, right? It's right in the middle of you. And when you inhale, you keep your chest and your shoulders absolutely still. And you allow that balloon in your belly to expand. So it expands forward, kind of like Santa belly or a Buddha belly. It also expands out to the sides, almost a little bit back as well. So inhale very slowly, let that balloon fill up, very controlled and slow. And then when your lungs feel full and you're all expanded down there in your belly, let it relax back down. So a nice controlled exhale as well. So if you're new at this, I'll be honest, when I first started doing this, it is very uncomfortable. It feels awkward and wrong, and that's okay. Right? This is a skill that you can get better at the more you practice it. And so what I like you to do is just practice an even pattern of breathing. So in for a count of three, out for a count of three, or in for a count of four and out for a count of four. But just find a nice consistent pattern to breathe in the same amount of time that you're breathing out. And with every inhale, you imagine that balloon filling up nice and slow and consistent all the way out. And then letting it deflate, again consistent, relax, let it go back to normal. And even right now, do you feel like you're slowing down and relaxing, even after just a couple breaths? Imagine you doing that when you feel nervous on your horse. It's going to help you get back in control. So the second thing here is let's manage our expectation of what that change will be. So in the moment, if you've got butterflies and you feel jittery and your mouth is dry, you're not going to go to a state of like sitting on the couch and kicking back with your friends. We're not talking about that level of relaxation. We are talking about being controlled and yeah, feeling a little nervous, but remember, we're thinking about that nervousness as excitement. I'm ready to go. Let's do this thing. That'll help shift and help manage that nervousness. So something else is, okay, let's, let's kind of shift our attention to what have we heard out there about how other riders handle nervousness? What do, what do the best riders in the world talk about when it comes to them feeling nervous or show nerves like we all have from one, one time to another? Um, one that I want to bring up that I think is really interesting, a top-level rider, I'm going to quote them here, said... I just had this overwhelming sense of calm, and I rode my best that day. So here, I'm, I'm going to call that sort of a myth, is that if we consider that the only time that we can ride our best is if we're calm, that's not true. I mean, sometimes that's true, and that's a great place to be. And another topic that we'll discuss on this um, in this article series is how to get into that flow state. We'll touch on that in more detail another time. But my, my problem with that particular quote is it could be interpreted as the only way to ride your best is to feel calm. That's one way, y'all. Not the only way. So take what your body is giving you in that moment. If you happen to be in a place of calm and feeling great about it, 
ride that wave, keep that going and enjoy yourself. And if you're in a place where you feel frantic and your stomach is in knots, take what your body is giving you there too. shift your thinking, control your breathing and ride on. Another one, another quote from Top Level Rider is, I was so nervous I was about to throw up. I think that if you're not walking into the show ring feeling nervous, you're doing something wrong. And I'm going to put a big, let's not, let's not take that one on personally for ourselves. That's a myth. I do not think you're doing something wrong if you're not walking to the show ring nervous. Or consider that a lot of us feel nervous because we, we really want to ride well. We want to perform well. We want to perform at our best. We want to show our family, our friends, and our trainer that, yeah, we can do this. And maybe even more importantly, I want to give my horse a good ride. But it's not about being nervous or not. Again, this is about give it, using what your body's giving you in that moment and managing it. So you're not doing something wrong if you don't feel nervous. It's about managing what you've got in that moment. Another quote that I think I hear a lot, again, from that top level rider perspective is, she's got ice in her veins, which is a way to describe somebody who just seems cool, calm, collected, no matter what. And the implication here, right, the implied message that nobody said outright, but it's certainly implied that that rider can do no wrong. They're not nervous. They ride the best. They ride at the top level. And oh my gosh, I feel, I feel nervous sometimes. I must not be good enough. Y'all, that's a myth. That's not true at all. We can manage our nervousness. We can ride through that nervousness. And it's not about having it or not. It's about dealing in that moment. Are you going to do something productive or let it snowball on you? Some other things I want to bust some myths on here because they're they're just not helpful for most people is this idea of having a lucky item with you or having like a, a lucky charm or some kind of a ritual that you go through that you, you think this is what makes me ride well. So maybe you wear a ring or you wear certain socks when you go to a horse show. And all right, so I'm not saying don't wear rings or don't wear socks. I'm saying don't rely on that as a method. That's not impacting your riding itself. It's impacting your belief in yourself. So we can use that, that item to help us feel more calm and relaxed just because we're thinking, oh, there's somebody going to help me. No, you're going to help you. You're going to ride hard. And so stop relying on all those real rigid, superstitious kind of things because that can get you into trouble real quick. Maybe one day you don't have your socks or they ripped or your dog chewed them. I don't know. So that can be a big problem. So not relying on that kind of superstitious or those good luck charms. Rely on the skills that you have and recognizing what's realistic for you. Where are you comfortable pushing yourself? That's going to help maximize consistency in the show ring instead of having one good ride and then having a bunch of crappy rides. Another thing I think is important to cover as we're talking about show nerves is, quote, it's not okay to admit you're nervous. If I admit I'm nervous, it means I'm not ready. That is another myth. Being nervous happens to us all. We all experience this from, from maybe a little bit for some of us and a lot for others and maybe somewhere in between for you. We all have it. 
And so it's no shame to admit that that's what's happening. And even maybe more importantly, admitting to yourself, I'm nervous. I know that I don't feel great about this, but as soon as you call it out, then you can do something about it. That is being self-aware and recognizing what's going on in that moment. That gives you an edge. Just paying attention to what your body is telling you. So, so, okay. So what do we do about this nervousness? Let's, let's help manage this sense of feeling uncertain and this sense of just busyness in our body. So a few things that you can do is to laugh, to dance, to sing, to listen to music, to be silly is that all of that's doing all that silliness and all that playfulness actually helps reset that fight or flight response pretty quickly. And it helps shift your mind away from what you're worried about for at least a little bit to help your body come back down and check. So use that judicially. Don't use that all the time and being silly when you need to be serious, right? So use it before. And then when you start to tack up or you get on and you're starting to warm up with your horse, maybe a little silliness, but this is, this is business time, right? Get down to work. Um, another one is to have reasonable process-focused goals. So something that can really skyrocket that feeling of nervousness is having very high-level aspirations without a skill set to get you there. So having a goal of winning the blue ribbon is not going to help you manage that nervousness. Winning a blue ribbon is not really actually in your control because you don't know how the other riders have prepared, if they're warmed up or not, if the course lends itself to your horse or not. You have no control over all of that. So focus on how you're going to achieve what you want to achieve and what does success look like from that process focus. So instead of me wanting to get that blue ribbon is let me think about, okay, how do I define success for this round? I feel like I'll be successful walking out of this show ring if I was very straight into my corner. I can I can control that. I can manage my horse's straightness. Um, another way I would I would define success would be making sure I've got the right bend. So maybe you've got a bending line in your course, or maybe you're doing a, a ten meter circle or a twenty meter circle. I define success by managing my horse's bend. If I walk out of this ring saying, yep, I managed that bend, that's success. But again, all that's process. It's how you're leading up to that outcome. So stop worrying about the outcome. Y'all focus on how you're going to get there. That helps you manage that nervousness too, because now I'm not worried. I'm focused on here's what I can do. Here's where I take action. Um, another way to manage some of that nervousness is to visualize, again, that process. So you can visualize success by all means. See yourself in the winner's circle. See yourself with a blue ribbon. But that's actually not very helpful because it fades pretty quick when you come back to reality and you're the next to go. So visualize yourself maybe even feeling nervous and still sitting up strong and keeping your shoulders back. That picture in your head actually will talk to your body too to help you have this sense of like, yeah, I know I'm nervous, but all right, I can do it. Another thing is to help manage some of those racing thoughts that tend to accompany our nervous feeling. We're going to talk a lot more about how to manage that overthinking or racing thoughts issue in another article. There's so much to go into that, so I don't want to get too into the weeds right now. But one thing that you can do to manage that busy brain is to focus on your breathing. 
just count in two, three, four, out two, three, four. Or focus on what does it feel like to fill up that balloon in your belly and what does it feel like for it to relax back down. In that moment, you're directing your mind to something helpful instead of letting it get caught up in stuff that's not helpful. So, okay, so we did not cover everything when it comes to show nerves, but we covered a lot of ground. And I hope that you you got something out of this, and then because there's so much complexity, the way that our body responds and the way that our mind responds in these high-pressure situations. But I, I want to hear from you. Leave a comment. Leave a question. Even if it's not about nervousness, put it in there, because we'll be able to address all those topics that really matter to you so that you can show at the top of your game I am so grateful that I could share this information with you. I want you to be able to ride at your best. And what that takes is to have the right mindset. So we'll talk. To, we'll see you next time. Enjoy. Thank you, Dr. Jill. This was the first episode in the Mental Edge series. Be sure to submit any questions you may have for Dr. Jill via the Four Equestrians website, and we will try to include answers in future episodes. We are hoping to be set up for call-in questions as well. To find out more about Dr. Jill Wurzba and upcoming episodes, go to fourequestrians.com. That's the number fourequestrians.com, or follow us on social media. Until next time, kick on.